welcome to the Comms Challenge, the podcast delving into the world of marketing and communications. We'll be discussing the issues, topics and trends that are impacting and influencing your marketing and communications activity for your organisation. Join me, Vicky Clapham, a chartered marketeer and founder of Bevic Marketing, and my co-worker, Emily Rhodes, as we share our honest take on the challenges facing business owners today and how to tackle them. So here we are, the first episode of the Comms Challenge podcast. And we're going to be discussing today three of the main issues and challenges we come across when working with clients. And that's whether it's a solopreneur, owner of an SME or those working in the public sector. Yes, yeah, so there's three points we're going to work through. And the first one is having no clear plan or clear focus. Number two is trying to be all things to all people all at once. And three would be not monitoring or objectively evaluating any marketing activity that you do. So let's start with challenge number one, which is not having any clear plan or focus with your marketing activity. So yeah, I mean, this is a kind of, uh, in a way, an obvious one that would form a challenge if you didn't have a plan uh, or an idea where you're going. But it actually is really, really common that people don't ever really sit down and write a plan when it comes to the marketing. You know, they're really busy doing the day-to-day work that they do. They might have a business plan, if you like, but a specific marketing plan. It is a rarity. You know, we don't really come across it, do we, Emily, when we work with clients? No, not at all. They don't really have the time to sit down and go through everything in detail as we would. Exactly, exactly. And it is that issue, really, when it comes to marketing, because... You know, if you don't know where you're going or what you want to achieve, then you do end up wasting a heck of a lot of time and money, to be honest. I think that's really one of the biggest challenges when it comes to marketing um, because people then don't know what's worked and what hasn't worked, do you know, because they're throwing the money at whatever sticks or whatever comes up that they think they might give it a go, which can be a real challenge because obviously you're trying to plan out resources and it's probably limited resources and you try to work out what's going to work, what you can, what's best in terms of attracting business and raising sales. So really, this is where I think having some form of plan, it doesn't have to be big, it really doesn't. In fact, it's stay away from doing a big plan, I would. But really just try and do it, even a one-pager, you know, just try and do a one-pager. And even if, you know, what we've done it, I know, Emily, with our clients, haven't we, where we say, don't bother trying to do anything longer than 12 months. Yeah, because it's just stuff changes so so fast that there's no point doing even I think a year sometimes can be stuff changes so much and new platforms come in and there's new ways of marketing that by the time it comes to the end of the year, that second half of the plan might be outdated by then anyway. Yeah, I mean, this is the thing with the plan as well. It's not finite. So I would also advise that if anyone's doing a plan, just because you wrote it at one point doesn't mean that, oh, I can never deviate from it. Do you know what I mean? That was yeah. right at the time and that's what you're going with. But it is there to change and tweak as you go on. And you're right. I mean, quite a lot of our clients, we do a six to 12 month plan, just giving us that option of a bit of a review um, halfway through. And I think that's really important. So yeah, my tip would be when it comes to, tackling the challenge of having no plan or clear focus get a one pager together which basically states what you try to achieve with your marketing what's the real focus you know what you really wanting and uh, how are you going to do it what platforms you're going to use what tactics you're going to use your resource your budget and your timeline and you can put you know put some resource behind it and do that on a one pager look for the next six months and just give yourself that little bit of direction so you're not wasting time I think that really brings us on to a bit of issue number two, which is if you don't have a clear plan, you don't know who you're talking to. You don't know what 
like avenues you should go down to talk to the people who you're actually trying to target because you don't know who they are. And issue two is that people try and be all things to all people when really your marketing should focus specifically to your target market. And without a plan, you end up just doing what you think you should be doing and what everyone else is doing rather than what's right for your business and your target market. Yeah, completely. I mean, you can understand where the main aim for a lot of businesses is to generate as much money as possible, generate as much you know profit as possible. And you know, you don't want to you know isolate anybody or any potential sale. Do you know what I mean? So I understand that kind yeah. of mindset where you want to be open. If anyone wants my product or service, they can have it. And I get that. But that what it means in reality is that your marketing activity is really overly stretched and actually a lot of messaging's diluted because who are you really aiming for, who really would love you and benefit from your product, might not pick up on that because it's got lost in translation or it's just been, like I said, diluted with a more generic message because you would try to capture as many people as possible, where really the actual return, the financial return, will be in having more of the desired target audience than you want rather than a little bit of everybody. Do you know what I mean? That kind of thing. Yeah, because having the correct messaging isn't going to put everyone else off from buying it. It's just going to make sure it's talking to the people who already have that desire there. Yeah, exactly. Just thinking now, like, you know, you've got some brands that might veer into the TikTok sphere, let's say, because everybody seems to be doing it. But in reality, for some brands, that might not be appropriate right now. Do you know what I mean? It might not be appropriate. It might not be the best use of your resource. It might not be the best use of your time and effort. Because, yeah, you know, it might be a bit of fun. Yeah, there might be that odd per- one person that might pick up on it. But the chances are really, really slim. If that's not where your core demographic, your core target, target audience isn't going to be. And I think that's, you know, a really great example of kind of people jumping on bandwagons or places or avenues when it comes to the marketing tactics that they think they should be doing because everybody else seems to be doing it when actually it's not going to be right for what their brand stands for it's not going to be right in terms of what they sell or produce and it's not going to be right in terms of who their product or service is aimed at yeah i think like on the like opposite side you know innocence movies they could have easily gone ham on like tiktok and instagram because that's what they think everyone else is doing whereas they're focused on twitter and it's only the really space where i see you know a brand actually tweets that look like part of my feed like they really take the mick on twitter and stuff and they didn't just follow everyone else and get on tiktok and they do it on twitter and it works so much better for them on there like they don't seem like a brand it's more relatable and that would appeal to me rather than seeing an ad for them on tiktok exactly and then you've got a brand like lush which is a huge brand, very popular with, I presume, Gen Z. I, I'm not a Gen Z, so I won't say me, but like, and millennials, which I am one just uh, just on the cusp of, they've totally come off social media. They don't do social media. So their efforts and their marketing is really about their in-store, you know, their point of sale, their product, their service. They've really focused their marketing on a total different sphere to what? a lot of other brands will be doing that you know you might think it'd be absolutely ideal for their target market so vicky how do you think um, businesses can tackle the challenge of trying to be all things to all people one of the first things that i'd say to any business is and this, do this i think uh, at least once a year is having a look at who your target market is so maybe create some um, customer profiles 
And these are kind of based on educated understandings of who does purchase your product or who does use your product. And obviously you can get that through a variety of means in terms of research and, and, and obviously the intel that you get from your systems as well. Um, and get a real understanding of who that profile, what that person looks like, you know, what's their age, what's the demographic of that person, where would they likely spend time do you know what i mean what magazines would they read what programs would they watch where would the shop you know really kind of what are the main issues their pain points if you know what i mean what are you doing to address those pain points and i think that because those customers can change you know like so who you thought you might and you might have as a customer actually when you look at the data and you step back that can really be quite different and also who you are attracting currently but who you want to attract who maybe you are wanting to position your brand to service there's differences in that do you know what I mean and that will be all about how you are marketing your business and the messaging you're putting out and the branding and things like that so I'd say for my tip to tackle that challenge initially will be definitely to do the profiles and get a really good understanding of your customer and what they do and what they're about and what interests them. So finally, the last challenge that we're going to cover today would be about not monitoring or evaluating the current activity that you do and seeing how effective that is. Yeah, and again, this is so common and it's completely understandable because everybody just gets on, do what they do, puts you know, marketing out there, puts the, you know, the, the services out there, products out there, and then they'll, you know, ideally start getting loads of customer inquiries and purchases and things like that, which is great. And then they just crack on doing the business. And before you know it, you actually don't know what worked and what didn't work and what actually generated these sales. And, and you know, when it comes to your marketing and your next year's plan, what you pick it, what you do it. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, and there could have been some great things you did in that year and there could have been some total wastage do you know what I mean that didn't actually work so this is where actually trying to factor in some element of monitoring and evaluation of your activity is really important and it could start initially just by asking a question for example uh, when people purchase off you uh, maybe it's online or in person asking them where they heard about you and give them an option and that drop down includes some of the channels you know the channels that you use to market do you know I mean that isn't you know, it's not gospel, isn't that? Because I know I think I've even done it where someone's asked me about it on a website and I've picked a random thing and because I couldn't remember, Do you know. So it's not always going to be finite, but it actually will give you some indication of what's actually working. Do you know what I mean? Which is really useful information that you possibly would never have had before. Another thing is to um, on market material. So say for adverts, that kind of thing, you can do specific QR codes that are linked to a certain landing page, for example. So you know then if you've got an advert out that's got that QR code that links to that specific landing page, that when it comes to analysing your web stats and things like that or purchases on, of that particular product, you'll be able to really see actually there's a correlation here between this traffic and that marketing, do you know what I mean? That marketing that you did, whether it was um, you know outdoor or in a publication or digitally. So I think that's really important to do that. But it's factoring the time in, isn't it? Yeah. And I think with social media especially, if your main marketing channel is social media, platforms like especially Instagram change so fast. Like last year it was a massive push on reels and everyone's reel statistics are really good. And then people who don't jump on the trend straight away might now only just be thinking of reels. But it's already changed now that they're not pushing reels as much. And if you look at your own, like we've noticed on our own channels, that the real views 
have dropped significantly from, from last year and now you'd be focusing more on carousels. But unless you've been looking at your, you seeing what posts do well and what wouldn't, you wouldn't be aware of that. And then you'd be putting too much time into reels when really it's not their focus anymore. So I think setting some time and Instagram displays it so easily for you with their analytics and, and Twitter does as well. So setting some time, even like a monthly spreadsheet to just look at your channels and see which posts are performing well and where you're like what demographic your followers are can also help with the customer profiles as mentioned before. But setting like a clear once a month spreadsheet is a really good way to keep track of that. Yeah, and it just gives you that timestamp, doesn't it? Do you know what I mean? It's on the first of the month, you know, that's one of your jobs. And you don't need yeah. to spend hours on this it's just something that you can have a look and it's actually really quite interesting you know like when you do it and it's even going you know even you know you don't have to be an expert in something like google analytics you really do not because again the even on the surface the initial stats uh, are really quite easy to understand and see do you know what i mean so you can just get some just some insight which you may not have now i do uh, remember one of my clients they do quite a lot of pr now pr is definitely one of those areas where people might think how the heck do you monitor that how do you know if that's helping because it is part of that marketing activity that is like maybe at the top of the funnel so that bit where it's about creating that brand awareness and things like that and obviously you don't really see the result until they get right to the bottom and make the purchase which actually could be a significant amount of time before that happens so PR is a bit of a difficult one, but I do remember, you know, um, a client having recently a press release go out in a, their local paper and someone literally rang up like the next day, booked in for this treatment and they said, you know, oh, I've just seen you in the paper. I saw your article in the paper. And that's great. I love that when that happens because there's a direct correlation between the activity and a result and everybody's happy and we know that that worked. But that is I won't say it's rare because it's not rare, but it's not always going to be as easy as that to know where you're putting your, your spend and what's actually generating the return. So putting that little bit of time aside yourself or with one of your colleagues that can just take a bit of a review on a monthly basis to what's happening and where um, and what's generated the return is would be really, really beneficial to tackle some of the challenge that you face with that. So ultimately... I mean, I know, you know, Emily, there's a lot of challenges when it comes to marketing and comms, like anything. And they're just three that we've tackled today, but they do actually form the foundations to build all your marketing activity on, actually. So if you did tackle those three things, I do think a lot of the other challenges that you might face going on uh, would actually be a lot easier. Do you know what I mean? So, and it does make sense that because they are the foundations, they are the biggest things and the most common things that we see day in, day out. We're going to leave you today with two suggestions and where you can go for a little bit more insight on marketing and comms to continue looking at the issues tackled and some really helpful guidance and insight. Emily, who are you suggesting? Yeah, mine would be Pretty Little Marketing. They've got a really big presence on Instagram, but also on LinkedIn. And I feel like especially for my like Gen Z's LinkedIn, I kind of shy away from it because I feel like you've got to post big philosophical posts whereas they make it really simple on there about and it's really good for anyone starting out in marketing or doing a marketing degree or even if you're just trying to get the basics for your business yourself I think it's a really good place to start especially for women 
Yeah, we're all about um, supporting the marketing comms community. I mean, there's loads of really great experts out there and different people and resources you can go to, um, as well as ourselves, obviously. The other uh, resource that I'd point people in the direction of would be, it's a guy called Mark Ritson. He is a professor in marketing, a writer, um, and he is very entertaining, very funny, swears a lot. But he has got a really great insight into the world of marketing and he uh, has a very honest approach with it as well. Um, And he takes a lot of the big brands, but it makes it a lot more relatable in terms of day-to-day SMEs, that kind of thing. So I definitely would check him out as well. We'd also love to hear your experience and challenges around marketing communications. We know that it's something you do day in, day out, uh, without even you knowing it. And we know that it's not easy running a business at all. And we know that marketing and communications can add that little extra challenge sometimes. So please do share in the comments your thoughts, your challenges, your issues. And we look forward to you joining us in the next edition of the Comms Challenge. Bye.